USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise with the Money Guys Hour with Ray Lance and Pete Lance of USA Wealth Group. And we specialize in financial and retirement planning. And we do our best effort always to make sure that you can have a better retirement. Most importantly, thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. And our special guest this morning is attorney Mike Coleman. So good, good morning, morning, Mike. Morning. Mike, Mike, it's always good to have you on the radio. Um, you're Thank developing you. a wonderful radio voice. You're Thank a wealth you. of knowledge. Thank you. You're a smart, smart guy. <laughs> i got to say smart guy. Thank you. Yeah, Mike is a very smart attorney, ladies and gentlemen. His specialty is working in the area of estate planning, wills and trusts, and all those very important things. Also, real estate transactions. Um, and I know you do some corporate law and other things of that nature. We can do LLCs. Yep. Um, we've done those in the past. Yep. What's an LLC? Limited liability company. Okay. And I guess limited liability companies are important, just like corporations are important, because they give a measure of protecting your personal assets, because mm-hmm. you have the, the shelter aspect of a corporation right. or an LLC. Right. And... Um, Good morning also to Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And I noticed something unique about the studio this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, have you discovered what's unique about the studio this morning? Or I Pete? haven't. No, no. Have you noticed anything unique about the studio? There's a little tree and there's a light. No, we have a little purple Hershey's kiss. That's been here forever. Yeah, that's been there for a long time. Well, actually, with your powers of observation, it used to be a silver one. And now it's a purple one because something happened to the silver one. So our chief technician and bottle washer um, uh, must have put it here, I suspect. She's got a big grin in her face. Well, what happened to the other one? We don't know. That was the mystery. It disappeared entirely. Hmm. The audience at home is just entranced by this. Well, this morning we, kiss chat. Yes, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk this morning about um, retirement again because it's a really critical, important, especially for um, important topic for baby boomers, and too many people are retiring without getting proper advice. The economy is all in a tizzy right now, and some people don't know whether they can afford to retire or whether they have to continue working. We're gonna we're gonna feature Bette Midler this morning, I think, for some of our quotation material because she had some very pithy things to say about life in general. And you had one quote that you tested with us just before the radio show started. I don't think that would work for the air. You don't think that's appropriate? No. There are. Uh, you just talked about the baby boomers, and you know there are more and more in the workforce. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else is aware, but you know you go to Christmas tree shop, Lowe's, Home Depot, whatever. And I'm seeing more and more employees who are, you know, in their 70s. And it's That's true. not that often, but there are times when we meet with a new uh, client and, uh, you know, we have to tell them that they're not ready to retire yet, even though they might want to. Well, retirement in general, I think, is changing because it's no longer you leave your job at a certain age and you get a pension check. Most people don't get pensions anymore. Now you have to rely upon your own savings and your own 401k or 403b and monies that you've put aside in IRA and retirement accounts. Um, Social Security, we suspect, will still be there, and we don't see that that's ever going to go away. It's a significant part of our federal budget right now, and it would be political suicide for any politician to vote to eliminate Social Security, for example, or not to fund it properly. But in any event, uh, we're going to talk a lot about baby boomers. Um, Baby boomers really are anybody who was born between 1946 and 1964. Peter's dog, Lunar, is walking around the radio station and almost knocked something over. 
Well, she's on um, some pretty heavy medication right now, and she had yeah. seizures this morning, and she is still struggling and, you know, possibly going to have some focal seizures. So, yeah, she's a beautiful dog, and she has a tough life, unfortunately. Well, let's come back to baby boomers. Anyone who was born between 1946 and 1964 is considered to be a booby... <laughs> booby bamer. Booby... <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that once again. A baby boomer. <laughs> well, at least I've amused everybody who's sitting here in the studio with me this morning. But baby boomers, um, the first baby boomers are in their 70s right now. I'm going to have to give up that phrase entirely. It's hard to enunciate. It instantly brought me back to your Latin class that you've told me many times throughout the years. <laughs> I, I can't use that one on the air either, Pete. Um, but... Um, According to um, Pew Research, there's at least 1.5 million Americans turned 70 in 2019, and every single year for 15 years since then, another million and a half baby boomers are going to reach the age of uh, retirement or reach the age of 70. Well, it used to be um, age 70 and a half was the year that was very important to start taking your minimum distributions if you had an IRA or a retirement account. But now that age has been increased to the age of 72. So the first thing that we'll mention this morning is that you don't have to take a minimum distribution from your retirement accounts unless you're at least the age of 72. And that was changed about a year ago. And that's actually surprising that that was changed because usually the government wants its money right away. And that's the whole reason for required minimum distributions is the government is saying, okay, now pay up now that you've reached 70 and a half. So it's a surprising thing that they pushed it to 72 and are delaying you know, people being required to take that distribution uh, by a full year and a half now. But they also made some other changes um, that are not in your favor and are in their favor, such as there's no longer the stretch IRA. Uh, you now have to take um, those proceeds and over a 10-year period or as a lump sum. Okay, and it's important to mention that that applies for somebody who inherits an IRA. It doesn't apply to a spouse who inherits an IRA, but anybody else. So spousal rollovers are still something that you can take out over the life expectancy of the surviving spouse. But right. if it's anybody other than a surviving spouse, like a child. A child used to be able to do a stretch IRA and over and, their own and life have, expectancy. Right. right, which is a much obviously longer uh, span. So now it has to be done within a 10-year period. Hmm. You could wait until the end of 10 years and take it all out at once, but then you're going to get absolutely killed in taxes. Or you can take something out every single year over a 10-year period if you choose. Yeah, and we've talked about all kinds of different things for people who may not want or need the proceeds. And, you know, one of the things we've talked about is doing a 10-year life insurance policy and having the distributions come out every year over the 10-year period and have those pay for a life insurance policy. Well, this morning I'd like to feature Bette Midler because she's certainly uh, in the baby boomer category. I'm not sure if she's still living. Uh, do you have any idea where she's she still is. living? Yeah. Okay. Bette Midler? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's still alive. Well, she once said, and she reminds me, by the way, of Cheryl in our office, who's been on the radio a few times. So I gave this quotation to Cheryl this morning from Bette Midler. I try not to drink too much because when I'm drunk, I bite. I don't get it. Me neither. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, how about this one then? If sex is such a natural phenomenon, how come there are so many books on how to do it? How do we get on that topic? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Bette Midler. I just want to feature Bette Midler this morning. But let's come back to baby boomers. Um, I wonder how many baby boomers there are out there today, Pete. Uh, there's probably a number on this sheet, but I don't see it in front of my well, face. Well, it's estimated there's at least 28 million baby boomers out there. Um, and it increases every single year by another million and a half or more. Um, so there's a lot of people out there who have reached the age when they... Uh, want to retire, need to retire, or are in fact going to retire. And we talked uh, a lot about retirement planning. Many of our clients are baby boomers, but we want to make sure that our clients understand all the things that are going to impact them um, in retirement, including inflation, for example, which is a serious issue today. So we're going to talk about the potential problem with the baby boomer retirement and why things can look bleak for a lot of people. But 
What we really want to do is to tell you how we can spend our time with you, helping you create a strategy that will help ensure you're going to have a successful retirement. And so here's the dilemma. A lot of people, specifically baby boomers, are in financial trouble. Most people or many people have relied upon simply having Social Security is the main source of income, and it's generally going to be not enough money by itself. So you have to do other things as well. So statistically, uh, that population of baby boomers is increasing every year, and increasingly a lot of people are simply not prepared. The bottom line is really simple. Many baby boomers, uh, probably the majority of them, are really underprepared for retirement and for you know, successfully having a, a, a proper financial situation in retirement. And again, that's why I feel like I see so many of them out in the workforce now. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's many that just want to do something to keep busy, but there's so many that I see out in the workforce that I, I really have to question, you know, how many are doing it because they wish to do it versus because they need to do it. Well, I know a lot of people. I know um, a woman that I see when I go to the dry cleaners and bring things and pick things up. Um, she's clearly over that age. She's still working. You can go into Walmart and you see a lot of older people working. And a lot of people do it not just because they want the company and the companionship, but because they have to. I bet that employers actually appreciate those uh, baby boomers because they're probably a lot more reliable and responsible than you know, better the really work. young force. Sure, better work ethic. But baby boomers as a population group make up 21% of our population, hmm. and that's a big chunk. And so how do you support yourself? We're going to come back with some very specific things in just a minute. Um, we're going to take a very short break. Um, first, I want to tell you something else that Bette Midler said. She said, I feel like a million tonight, but one at a time. I, again, I don't get it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't get Bet Midler. She was too obscure. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll find somebody else to talk about. How about Rodney Dangerfield? I've got a whole stash of mm-hmm. new, fresh Rodney Dangerfield jokes. He's always good. About. And congratulations, you've now said "baby boomer" like twenty times in a row, <laughs> properly. Well, it rhymes nicely, doesn't it? Yes. Trippingly off the tongue. All right. Let's get. To <laughs> we'll that be right break. back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. back to money wise ladies and gentlemen so we're talking about baby boomers this morning especially in retirement and what we've said is that baby boomers make up about 21 percent of the population which is impressive but something interesting too they also control approximately 70 percent of the nation's household wealth in the year 2020 so that's pretty impressive so if people control that much wealth, what are they doing to protect it and preserve it? Well, that's the thing is that that's a huge percentage of our nation's wealth. So it's really important that that generation of investors and consumers really uh, do smart things with their money and the choices that they make regarding it. And smart things with your estate planning, Mike. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. talking with attorney Mike Coleman this morning as well. Um, It's still astounding to me how many people come into see you and to see attorney Tenny Lance who simply have done no estate planning at all Mm. or maybe they did it 10 years ago or 15 years ago and Mm -hmm. things change in people's families right we always say for people to when we have clients come in and they set up an estate plan we say to come in every three years or so um, or more often if they have something changed but every three years just to review things to see if anything in their life has changed or the laws have changed so that they can update Yep, and the old saying goes, uh, if you haven't made a plan for yourself, then the state of Massachusetts has a plan for you. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, there's the rules of intestacy. Right, right. So if you want to have control over who's going to get your money and when and how much and so forth, um, you need to plan. Mm-hmm. We just talked about how 70% of the nation's um, household wealth is from baby boomers. And I said that it's important for them to invest wisely and spend wisely. And the next stat, which I didn't even see when I said that, is uh, according to Investopedia, which I go on to from time to time, the average boomer has only $152,000 saved for retirement. And that's really not a lot of money. Um, So most baby boomers are not doing or have not done what they need to do um, in order to you know, fund their retirement and have a decent retirement. We've got some major technical issues going on today between the dog having seizures and bumping into things and you struggling trying to do something. I'm not sure what next to me. Well, I had, I'm self-amused this morning. I had lowered my mask so I could talk better into the microphone, but then it got hung up in my glasses and my microphone and I couldn't figure out what to take off first. Yeah. Well, you're the only one that uses headphones while we record. That's true. That makes and, a difference. And you have the headphones on, you have the glasses on and the mask on all at the same time, so it was a struggle to get it off, I guess. Well, let's come back to your numbers for just a minute, Pete, because Investopedia says that the average baby boomer has only about 152000 saved for retirement. That's what I just said, but you were fumbling with your mask. No, no, <laughs> I, I heard you very specifically. But most baby boomers, a uh, majority, think that they need to have at least $45,000 in income in order to retire comfortably. So if you subtract Social Security from that, you've got to be able to produce income from some other source. And it could be from retirement savings, could be from a pension, but fewer and fewer people have pensions. So, yeah, and I'm now reading the same thing. Basically, uh, if they need that $45,000 in annual income to retire comfortably, that means that they would need to have at least $430,000 in retirement savings, which is a far cry from the average of $152,000. Well, sometimes I've read in the past and heard in the past that people said, you need to have at least a million dollars saved, which very few people have, obviously. Um, and if you made 4% return on your investment, then you'd generate $40,000 of income a year. Hmm. But that's fairly unrealistic, and it's not what the numbers actually show. Most people don't have that kind of savings at all. So there's other kinds of things that you need to think about. Um, you need to think about how can you put some more money aside before you retire? And I have some clients who, you know, they're five to ten years away from retirement and all of a sudden they're saying to themselves, oh, you know, I'm in trouble, we're in trouble. And they're socking away as much money as possible now and living very frugally because they want to be able to retire. And at least they're doing something about it before, you know, normal retirement age. But, you know, it's really important to try to get it done even earlier. Um, Another thing to consider is if you're close to retirement, uh, or you're just starting your retirement or in retirement, and a lot of your nest egg are, is tied up in the stock market, it's something to consider to have me look at it with a Morningstar report, show you what you have at risk so you don't lose that nest egg and you know you don't lose your retirement assets. Yeah, I want to mention very quickly that you know a lot of people think that, well, they're going to have a pension or maybe one person in a couple might have a pension and that's going to be helpful. But fewer and fewer people in this country can rely upon having a pension. A lot of major corporations have eliminated their pension programs, and certainly for new employees, and instead they implement retirement savings plans like 401ks and 403bs. Well, pensions are not what they used to be for the most part. There are still some you know, great companies, um, organizations out there that have good pensions, but There's a a new global index of the best practices by policymakers, employers, and asset managers. And in 2020, the United States ranked 16th among 37 countries in its pension system. So there's only 37 countries that have a pension system. The United States ranked 16th, and that means that they're tied, we are tied with Malaysia. Which is pretty sad. That is very sad. Well, we don't do as much in this country as we ought to for health uh, care coverage either. So maybe it makes some people feel you know, depressed like Rodney Dangerfield. He said, I was so depressed that I decided to jump from the 10th floor. They sent up a priest. He said, on your mark. <laughs> he was 
the most self-deprecating comedian ever. Yeah, he said, uh, boy, what a hotel that was. Why, they stole my towel. Not so much. Huh? No. Okay. That, that, that's the, one of the rare Rodney Dangerfield quotes I'm not a big fan of. It was kind of, he had a sad life. He didn't become famous until he was much, much older. But he made a lot of movies. Yeah. Hmm. Made but a he, lot of movies. He was not the very... Caddyshack was probably one of his most famous ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. He also said once, I have three kids, one of each. No, I'm, I'm lost again. <laughs> you lost that one. Okay. I'm losing Mike this morning. Well, let's come back and talk about what specifically can we do? I mean, the economy is in chaos and turmoil at the moment. What can you do? Do you stay in the stock market if you're in the stock market? Do you get more safe and more conservative as you get closer to retirement, which is usually what you recommend, Pete, and I recommend? We think people need to be concerned about protecting principal. Um, hopefully, you've been able to save more than the national average. And maybe you've even spent some time educating yourself. If you're listening to the show, um, we try to give as much information as we can on the subject of retirement. But let's talk about some of the key things. Retirement is really all about income. And if you're not going to have enough income in retirement, then you're going to be working a part-time job. So here's a, here's a quick tip. We've used this before, but I want to mention it again. If you are collecting Social Security, that's fine. But if you haven't reached full retirement age yet, which for most baby boomers is going to be between 66 and 67, if you're not at that full retirement age, don't collect Social Security and continue to work because they're going to pull back some of your Social Security benefits from you. Once you reach that full retirement age of 66 or 67, then you can collect Social Security and you can still work part-time, and they're not going to take the dollars back from you. Right, but you do have to reach that full retirement age. You can still work after you've retired and started collecting Social Security, but only up to a certain amount of hours without them starting to pull back some of the benefits. And I guess in retirement, a lot of people think, well, I'm going to spend less money in retirement. And the answer is maybe. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Most people will spend at least 80% on their budget uh, of what they were spending before they retired. And unless you've been able to pay off your mortgage if you have a house and you can reduce that cost and unless maybe you'll save some money because you're not going to spend as much money commuting to work for gasoline and things like that. Yeah, honestly, you you talked about income needs and that's the first thing that we go over. We always go over what is someone's income need uh, when they come in and see you or me or both of us. Sometimes we'll meet with clients together. Um, That's really the first thing. What are your income needs? What's your budget look like? Number two is your risk tolerance, and we'll go into more detail on that. Number three, you know, your health care risks. And then number four, estate planning, getting your documents in place, mm-hmm. protecting yourself and your loved ones. So those are the four main things that we cover when someone comes in to see us. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll go into more detail about each one. Yep. And we go through a multi-step process for everybody. We want to see your budget. We want to see what your income is now and your expenses. Then we want to do a forecast on what your income is going to be likely to uh, give you in retirement. Then we want to do an income plan to show you how you can create enough income to live on. Rodney Dangerfield once said, my wife has to be the worst cook. In my house, we pray after we eat. (laughs) We're getting closer? Yes, that was better. (laughs) We're going to take a short break in a minute and come back with more Rodney Dangerfield and some important ideas about retirement uh, to uh, take a look at and stay tuned and we will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Attorney Michael Coleman and to Pete Lance and to Ray Lance. Um, Mike, I want to take a couple more things about um, retirement and having documents in place. First of all, you should do estate planning documents mm-hmm. even before you retire. Right. Because you don't know whether you're going to make it to retirement. That's true. Um, if you have, there are a couple ways that we look at clients when they come in and how we recommend which documents to have. But if you have real estate and you know some money in the bank, uh, you should definitely think about doing some sort of a plan. Many times we'll recommend a trust, uh, but you should definitely at least have a will to name someone as the executor of your estate Sure. and uh, powers of attorney. Power of attorney does what? It lets somebody make decisions for you right. or sign your name if you can't sign for yourself. Right, yeah. And that's a critically important document. Um, why? Because you avoid guardianships? Court. Right. So you don't have to spend money on going through a guardianship if somebody becomes incapacitated mm-hmm. necessarily. Right. We had someone call recently whose uh, parent was in the hospital and they had done any planning. And so the doctors wouldn't share any information with them. Mm-hmm. If they had had a healthcare proxy naming the person as an agent, then they could have communicated with the doctors and made decisions for the parent. So they were facing a, a guardianship just to be able to talk to the doctors. You're doing yourself a disservice and especially your loved ones a disservice if you don't get at least these simple documents in place. And they're a lot less money than you think. It's a lot easier than you think. And you're going to feel a whole lot better when you get them done. Um, it's really so important to do it again for yourself. So as Mike just said, you know, your family can make decisions for you if you're unable to, and just for their benefit as well. And if you've got a relative who's in the hospital and they've had some medical event, um, you're probably not going to be successful in asking a doctor to sign a letter or a simple statement that says the person knows what they're doing and they're now capable of signing a power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Right. They have the competence and capacity to sign. Doctors don't normally want to get into that position. No, they don't want to be on the hook for that. They may yeah. have to testify in court someday. Right. And they don't want to do that necessarily. So you got to get your documents ahead, done ahead of time. That's the important message mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. And I've met with two people just this past week, um, two women who are widows, and their husbands died when they were in their early to mid 50s, mm-hmm. and they're now close to 70, and they've been a widow for 15 or 16 years. Right. Men die sooner, and um, take the time to prepare. Also, speaking about retirement assets, we have you know I've met with a few clients recently who have a you know a decent amount of money, and they're concerned about passing it on to their children, mm-hmm. and so that what they want to do is set up trusts so that they can hold their money in trust, and have someone control how the money is used for their children, grandchildren. Um, so that's another thing that you can think of doing. If you don't necessarily want to just give, you know, lots of money to kids right away, you can have money held in trust for education or for um, any kind of maintenance or health care needs. Right. And that does come up fairly regularly where, you know, someone will have uh, two children. One of them is very irresponsible with money. One of them is very responsible. We see that all the time. The responsible one will get the money at a certain age. The not responsible one will maybe have it delayed by five years and then only a partial distribution and wait another five years for another partial distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know that that has been set up for uh, very, you can customize it any way you want, basically. Yeah. Or if there are any sort of like substance abuse uh, issues or I met with someone recently who was dealing with an alcohol problem with a child. So it happens. So they don't want necessarily to pass everything on to the child right away because they're afraid of what would happen. It also stops families from arguing with one another over who gets what. Mm -hmm. And there's a no contest clause in in the state plan that simply says if you try to fight for something that is not stated in clear black and white language that is not for you, then you get nothing. Right. And that really has solved a lot of problems for people we've we've seen some terrible things i mean i've been in this office for about 16 years and i've seen siblings bitterly arguing with each other um over who gets what 
and you know think about leaving that as your legacy. So mm-hmm. get some plans in place. Well, if you want some uh, recommendations and advice, and if you would like to have your own situation reviewed, give a call to attorney Mike Coleman. You can reach him at 508-998-8800, or you can reach Tenny Lance at that same number. And um, Our consultations are free, yep. so anyone out there listening who wants to come in and, and meet and just you know, have our opinion of what you should do. It's a free consultation, so give us a call. And by the way, there's almost no such thing as a normal family. Mm-hmm. Every family has issues and problems. Um, I just talked to somebody on the phone yesterday. Uh, they've moved out of state, but we're helping them do some financial planning work. Um, they just moved recently, and we've done work here in Massachusetts and also out of state. And Talk about complicated situations. It's a second marriage situation. They both have a child or two children uh, from prior marriages. They've done their estate plan to take care of each other. The secondary beneficiaries were going to be on their financial assets, two children, mm-hmm. 50-50. And I asked what happened to the third child. Oh, we haven't heard from him for about four or five years. Yeah. But he's starting to make contact again with the family, so we think that when we do some new financial documents, we're probably going to make it three equal shares instead. Yeah. But how many times do you see kids who have just left the family and they don't even know where the child is anymore? And, and it's you know it's a good thing to do with financial assets, but you're I think you're limited on how much you can actually do naming beneficiaries on a mm-hmm. IRA or life insurance. Sure. In a trust, you can actually say, you know, my trustee has discretion over how much is given to this child. Yep, uh, good and point. And they have complete discretion on what is, is given. You can also stagger the ages at which people yeah. will receive their benefits. And sometimes some children, you know, parents support some children more while they're alive than others, so they don't necessarily want equal distributions when mm-hmm. the parents pass away. So you can take that into consideration too. Yep, you can do that. I've yeah. always encouraged equality myself when I've had a chance to talk about it because I say... I've had people say, well, I've got one child who's worth a lot of money, and they've done very well, and I've got two other children who haven't, so I don't need to leave anything to the person who's done very well. Mm -hmm. So I said then they're going to forever feel left out and excluded, and you could create resentment between the children. So Yeah. You you talked about the three children. They were only giving um, 50-50 to two of the three, and then that third child started to come back around again after being absent for four or five years. I wonder if that third child became aware of what they had planned somehow. And we see that fairly regularly, unfortunately, where, um, you know, mom or dad or both are getting older and all of a sudden their children are coming back around into their lives again. And it's a shameful way to act to try to get into their good graces before they pass. We've got a client now and uh, this person's worth a decent amount of money. And all of a sudden she has, you know, third cousins coming out of the woodwork trying to cozy up to her because she doesn't have any other family. And it's 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 really so obvious and evident, but she doesn't really mind it because, she, you know, she enjoys the company. Mm-hmm. I've seen that situation with caretakers. Yeah, I've seen that situation yeah. with caretakers yeah. who, you know, are working full-time in the house and they get in the good graces of the person that they're taking care of and all mm-hmm. of a sudden... Uh, the estate plan wants to get changed so right. they can take care of this person. And it's it's undue influence. Well, you know, Rodney Dangerfield, talking about children, once said, my wife's not too smart. I told her our kids were spoiled. She said, all kids smell that way. <laughs> well, at least I got a snicker. <laughs> so we've talked about income and the importance of making sure you're going to have enough income in retirement and you have to plan for that so get in touch with pete or with me and give us a call at 508-998-8858 and we can sit down and do an analysis for you we'll do a budget analysis an income analysis an asset analysis and just as importantly we can talk to you about how you can do some significant things to save taxes because nobody needs to pay more taxes than what they absolutely have to. Well, we talked about the main, the four main steps, which is income, risk tolerance, health care, and estate planning. But we didn't really talk a whole lot about risk tolerance. Nope. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I can do a Morningstar report for you for free. There's no obligation. It takes a couple of days to um, get the results. And... Um, 
That really shows where your portfolio stands. And most people are really surprised because they're just getting statements in the mail and they don't really see the true fees that they're paying, the true interest rates that they're earning. They just see, okay, well, I've gained or I've lost this quarter and that's it. And they tuck it away in a drawer. The Morningstar report is in very you know, glaring black and white, uh, shows you exactly what your rate of return is, what your fees are. Um, your best three-month period, your worst three-month period, your best five-year period, and so on. And it also shows how it's performing against the uh, S&P 500 as a benchmark. And I can't tell you how many times, especially recently, where I've shown people that they have a very high risk score, and it literally has a score of, uh, it's like a speed limit sign. And I've seen some that have a, a very high risk score, and yet they're vastly underperforming the S&P 500 at the same time. So think about underperforming the S&P by a wide margin and losing, you know, 50% of your portfolio. So to put this in a little bit more simple terms or questions, perhaps, a lot of people will have money in the stock market or mutual funds, but they have really no clue about how much money they're making. They don't look at their statements on a monthly basis. Their advisor doesn't talk to them, perhaps. And most importantly, they don't realize what they have at risk, what they stand to lose if we had another event like 2008, uh, if we had another stock market decline, even recently, even in the past few weeks, uh, you'll have some medical event that will take place and all of a sudden the stock market drops by a thousand points in a day. And holy cow, what does that do to your assets? And even just looking at um, your statement without doing a Morningstar report, we can calculate what your rate of return is. And I can't tell you how many people are surprised just by seeing that. You know, they've got this large portfolio, so they earn a large uh, amount of money in a quarter, what seems to be a large amount. And then when we do the calculation, we show them, all right, well, you earned 1.2% or something similar. And, you know, it's way less than what they're thinking, uh, but it looks large on paper just because they have a large portfolio. Um, so these these companies purposely make these quarterly statements extremely confusing uh, for the normal consumer to look at and say, okay, I'm doing well or not. And some of the statements are even difficult for us to translate and look at, and they do that on purpose. Well, the other thing that happens is when people come back to uh, visit us and revisit us periodically after they've done some financial work, we always make sure we have totally updated reports for them to review or we'll mail it to them. Um, we're going to take uh, a, a final break here in just a moment and come back, and we're going to talk about how you can develop a financial strategy and a legal strategy to protect your family and to leave more to your family. So stay tuned. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you're having a good Sunday morning. We hope that you're learning something from the things that we're talking about today. What should you do to create a proper plan to protect your family, uh, to protect yourself, to have a proper financial strategy? Um, first of all, uh, Attorney Mike Coleman, you need to have written financial, written legal documents mm -hmm. to take care of your will, your trust, your estate, your health care risks, if you have a health care problem, that happens unexpectedly. Right. And if you don't have a health care proxy in place and a durable power of attorney, it can be very costly to go out and go through court. Right. And like I said before, our consultations are free. So, you know, anyone who's listening and wants to come in and just sit down um, for an hour or hour and a half just to have us tell you what you should do. Um, there's no obligation, so it doesn't hurt to come in and sit down and get recommendations. And if you don't have the proper legal documents, and you should 
either become suddenly very ill or incapacitated or if you should die, uh, you just got a mess for your family. It's going to cost them a lot more money. And that's an important thing um, to mention, Mike, so thank you for doing that because there is no charge to sit down with you or my mother, and there is also never a charge to sit down with myself or my father. Um, it's very um, you know, low-key. We don't ever put any pressure on anyone. We just sit back, analyze, give them recommendations, and that's it. And, and listen. So Rodney Dangerfield once said, I haven't spoken to my wife in years. I didn't want to interrupt her. You said that one two radio shows ago. I did? Yep. <laughs> You're kidding. You don't have that good a memory. I absolutely do. <laughs> okay. Then I apologize. All right. Um, but you probably already said it at least once or twice in the last nine years also. We've been doing this radio show for nine years. Well, I'm trying to cross off the Rodney Dangerfield jokes as I use them. So he also said, with my wife, I don't get no respect. I made a toast on her birthday to the best woman a man ever had. The waiter joined me. <laughs> he had some great funny things to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> he did. So let's talk about the process. Make an appointment. Give Mike Coleman a call at 508-998-8800. Make an appointment. doesn't cost any money to sit down and say, here's my documents that I did in the past or I haven't done anything, and what would you recommend I should do to protect my family? And make an appointment, at least find out about it, and end up with a written plan because that's the only way you're going to be able to protect your family. And then develop a financial strategy. Sit down with uh, Pete or with me, uh, make an appointment, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We're gonna have a conversation to find out what's important to you. Are you retired? When do you plan to retire? What's your income? What's your budget? What do you think you're gonna need for income and retirement? What are your assets? And that's the most important thing is the first meeting is the information gathering meeting and mostly listening to you what your concerns are, what your goals are, about your family, about your hopes, your dreams, you know, all that stuff. So we're very good listeners and that's where it starts and that's where it has to start so we know what to do uh, for recommending certain, you know, things or not recommending things for you and your individual situation. I'm probably too good at listening because sometimes I'll let a client go on and on and on for, you know, 20 minutes before I say anything. Um, I had that situation the other day where somebody just sort of wanted to vent and, and felt and had someone to talk to and I'm happy to do that but it's an important step to sit back and listen to you and, and what your individual unique situation is. We also want to find out are you interested in leaving a greater amount of money a greater legacy to your children to your family or even to a charity we can show you ways that you can multiply what you have Sometimes it's done with life insurance. Sometimes it's done with just better planning on how you're leaving things. But we can almost always show somebody how you can increase the benefit that you're going to leave to your family and do it safely and securely. Uh, one thing I'd like to mention, I, I keep forgetting to mention this and really need to mention it more. Uh, this coming Wednesday at the uh, Brewfish in Marion, we're having our third monthly cocktails and conversation. It's the third Wednesday of every month. It's gonna be at a different restaurant or winery or brewery. And it's two free complimentary drinks of your choice. Uh, we're trying to you know, get some people to try out some new businesses and restaurants that they haven't maybe been to before. Try some new wines and beers. There's so many craft beers that are made in our area now and uh, wine that you may not have had before. And it's not a seminar. We don't have a slideshow. We don't have a screen. We do a 10 minute, maybe 15 at most, little um, talk with you uh, about a different topic every single month. And it's the three main companies that we have here, USA Wealth Group, Lance Law, and Lance Family Insurance. So the first one that we did was at um, the Cask and Pig, and I presented and just talked for 10 minutes or so about IRAs. Uh, last month, uh, we had Lance Family Insurance and Cheryl just talked for, it wasn't even 10 minutes, about uh, some tips on how to save on your home and auto insurance. 
this coming month, I believe it's going to be the law firm and just talking about general estate planning topics. And uh, it's going to be like that every month. It's going to be a different topic, so it's never going to be the same thing. And it's very laid back. People love the format. And... Um, You'll enjoy it. So it's at the uh, Brewfish in Marion this Wednesday from 6, we say 6 to 8. We give a two-hour window. It never lasts more than 10 or 15 minutes for our portion, and then you're free to leave. But nobody ever does. Uh, We have hors d'oeuvres and appetizer foods available uh, at every event. And after that 10 or 15 minutes, um, people invite us to come over and sit down at their table and just talk to them. Or, you know, they'll get up and come over and talk to one of us. So um, it's a new format, and people really are enjoying it, so I encourage you to, to come out. You do have to make a reservation, however, because um, seating is limited. So uh, you can call the law firm at 508-998-8800 or USA Wealth Group at 508-998-8858. Uh, so please make a reservation if you do want to attend. That's only three days from now. And this one, I'm sorry, you're just about to take a breath and finally say something, Dad. Uh, This one is our holiday event, so it's going to be holiday-themed. With lots of elves? Maybe. We can wear elf hats, sure. And it's very casual. I mean, normally when we would do a seminar, we would get dressed up in our suits and ties. We dress very casually. It's very laid back. Okay. Well, Rodney Dangerfield once said the big difference between sex for money and sex for free is that sex for money usually costs a lot less. Oh, that's true. Hmm. Got to think about that one. <laughs> I got somebody in the room shaking their head. Although, wait, I just said that's true, but I've never paid, so <laughs> I wouldn't know how much it costs. <laughs> Careful there, Pete. Let's see, did, did you correct yourself sufficiently? I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> Is your wife listening to the radio show this morning? She never does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Um, So we've talked today about planning. We've talked today that uh, most baby boomers simply don't have enough money to really have a comfortable retirement. A lot of people, I think, fool themselves and think, well, I'm going to have a part-time job and I'm going to have some part-time income. That may not be possible. You may not be able to find a job. I just talked to a friend of mine who lives out of state a couple of days ago, and she's uh, 69 years old right now, and she left her company a couple of years ago. Now she's concerned that her house is too expensive. She lives alone, and she said, I don't know if I can find another job right now. Well, the thing is, you shouldn't have to be looking for another job necessarily if you've done the planning that you should So do take the time to do some planning. Uh, Let's go through your budget. Let's go through your income sources. I've had people say, well, the first thing I'm going to do when I retire is I've got some money in the bank. I'm going to pay off my mortgage. And maybe that's a good decision. Maybe that's not a good decision. It's an individual decision in any event. But so let's say that a person pays off their mortgage. They no longer have a mortgage payment, so their budget is less but they don't have maybe the necessary savings uh, safety net that they might want to have and might need to have. And if you pay off the mortgage, how much do you make on your house as an investment? Zero. You don't make any income on your house. Yes, you're living there for free, so it doesn't cost you anything for the principal and the interest, but you're not making money as an investment. The only time you'll make money on a house as an investment is if you decide to sell it and then take the money out um, as a capital gains. So there are many, many choices, but we'll be happy to sit down with you and figure out what do you really need in retirement? You need, most importantly, an income plan, because if you don't have a good concept of what you're gonna make in retirement, then how do you know whether you can afford to retire? And um, Attorney Mike Coleman, we've talked just a little bit. We're not gonna go into much detail again right now because we're almost done out of time, but my gosh, if you haven't got documents in place, somebody's going to really pay the price later. Mm-hmm. They're going to pay the price because of aggravation. Um, it's going to create public record documents that maybe you don't want to create, and you just need to do proper planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said before, we we can sit down and go over your assets and how things are titled and just give you a recommendation on what you should do. It's a free consultation. Yep. 
So we know that a lot of baby boomers might be in trouble, but there are certainly plenty who have prepared and they have saved enough money. They do have a portfolio and the means to make retirement what they want it to be, the dream they want it to be. So let us tell you whether you're well positioned. Let us show you whether you could do something different because we can always make very specific suggestions on uh, things that you could change that will make yourself a lot better, make your family a lot happier. Don't procrastinate. Give Mike a call, Attorney Mike Coleman at 508-998-8800 or give Peter Lance or myself a call. And most importantly, our goal is simple. Um, we will help you protect your family and your money in the best professional way possible. So thank you so much for listening to MoneyWise. Do remember that none of us can be an expert at everything. Let the professionals at Lance Law Inc. and USA Wealth Group help protect both you and your family and your financial assets. Until next Sunday, have a safe week. You've been listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This right show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.